Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Rise Up SD podcast. Um, it's very exciting today because you not only have me, Addie, and him. Yeah, Kyle. I'm Kyle, always here. Uh, but we also have Miss Katie Elster. Can say hi. Guest hi, friends. Guest in the house. We're so excited. So um, Katie is a Rise Up member. She's also been one of my best friends for a lot of years. We I've known her since I was eight years old. We started doing ballet together. Um, and the reason that we have her in here today is because she is a graduate student finishing up her studies at UCSB. Um, she's doing the teaching program there, so she's studying to become a teacher. Uh, she's been teaching student teaching at Peabody um, throughout the last year with several different ages of kids, and she was a dance specialist at El Camino um, Elementary School before that. So she's got a ton of experience working with kids. Um, she's also super passionate about dance, so that's how we met. Um, and we thought that during this time uh, where kids are at home with their families trying to learn, but also just trying to um, get from well, one now, day to the next. Now you're their educator and you're right, trying to get one day right, to the and next. And you're trying to get from one day to the next, that it would be really nice to have some tips and tricks from an actual uh, professional, person, professional yeah. who is used to doing this all the time and can kind of help you. Um, I'm honored that you consider me a professional. Well, <laughs> you, you know a lot more than we do. Yes. So, and yes. we've been giving our advice on what to do with uh, kids and friends. So, um, yeah, so we asked Katie to come in. Um, we actually just finished up filming, which is really cool. We got some resources and she's going to tell you a little bit about that. Um, but it's some resources for your kids. So, um, I'm sure your individual teachers, hopefully they're kind of working with you guys on the educational content that you're teaching your kids. What we're going to talk to her about is she knows a ton about kids and exercise and movement and yeah, some of the how, firsthand benefits right. of incorporating movements, exercise, and um, those kind of brain breaks, which is what she'll talk about, right. um, into their into their, their learning. learning time. This is not necessarily yeah. PE time, which your kids should be out and playing every day anyways, but it's not necessarily PE, but this is movement that's integrated into the learning. And I think that um, um, a lot of you guys at home can actually use these tools with your kids to actually help them, you know, basically retain the t- material more and everything. So um, I think we're going to head of ourselves here because we're going to let Katie talk about this instead of us. Yep. Um, but Katie, why don't you introduce yourself um, and let us know kind of exactly what you've been doing in the program and everything, and we'll go from there. Absolutely. So yeah, my name is Katie. I was born and raised here in Santa Barbara. Like Addie said, we met each other doing ballet together, and I've grown up in the dance community pretty much my whole life. I did performances with Santa Barbara Festival Ballet, Santa Barbara Dance Arts, Uh, I was heavily involved in the Santa Barbara City College uh, dance company over there right when they were getting started with a company. And from there, I always knew that along with dance and performing arts, I had a passion for working with kids. I work at a summer camp every year called Arts at Laguna that takes place at Laguna Blanca School in Hope Ranch. And I also worked at my gym, which is a children's fitness center here in Santa Barbara, uh, with kids as young as six months old to as kids as to with as kids as old as fourteen ish. Um, yeah, it was actually really cool when we um, had Sharon in here earlier filming, and they were kind of ships passing on the way in and out. She was like, "Oh my gosh, you were there when my son was there at my gym," yeah, and which was so cool. Between Arts at Laguna and my gym, it's definitely super fun to go out in public and have kids coming at you from all angles, like Miss Katie or Miss Elster or whatever they called me in whatever situation I was in. Um, like Addie said, I taught dance at El Camino Elementary School last year with um, the preschool kids to as old as the sixth graders. And 
Now I am in the teacher education program, which is also known as TEP at UCSB in the Gibraltar Graduate School of Education. And I'm heading into my last three months. Woo-hoo! I know it's the home stretch and it's crazy that all of this nonsense, shenanigans, craziness with the coronavirus is happening right in the home stretch. But um, it really is testing not just the educational system, but I feel like people in general, like it's yeah, just, absolutely. it's testing everybody. And it's making us realize that all of those times where we cursed technology and we cursed right. like the whole change in the education system with the addition of Chromebooks and iPads, like how much they are really coming in handy now. Yeah, yeah thank goodness <laughs> that we've done something with online learning. So I think some people might just be interested, especially if they don't have young kids at home, um, but you're obviously at Peabody Elementary School and you've been student teaching for this whole school year, correct? Yeah, I student taught in first grade from August to December, and now I'm doing my upper grade placement in fifth grade from which happened from January till um, June. Okay, so just for take Peabody as an example, which is a public it's public as a charter school here in Santa Barbara. I think many are familiar with it. Kind of give us a background of what, what the school's kind of been doing to help educate the kids and help the parents as well. Totally. So during this time specifically, as soon as the school shut down, they went into action mode. Um, Damian Barnett is the principal there, and he, as well as all of the teachers, immediately plunged into what can we do for these kids to keep them educated, keep them involved in their schoolwork, um, and also keep the teachers sane <laughs> through the whole process and mm-hmm. the families sane and calm because this is such a high-stress situation. Um, the school across all grade levels, K through 6, have been um, creating, whether it's a Google Classroom for the older kids or worksheet pages for the younger kids, um, to be able to be accessed online or be picked up from the school. That's very cool. So it's very, very cool to be able to share that. Yeah. And especially because there are families that unfortunately do not have access to technology. There needs to be something for them to be able to come pick up um, and bring home to their kids that they are still getting the same educational experience as the kids who uh, do have access to laptops or Chromebooks or iPads and are getting their resources that way. Um, but the school did. They took immediate action. Teachers have been working. This is this was our spring break week this past week. And I know that from the student teaching end, we've been kind of taking um, direction from our mentor teachers, our uh, cooperating teachers about what we need to do on our end to keep our student teaching hours up. And they have worked through their whole spring break. I'm sure. To, to get... get everything ready for school to start on Monday because school is starting on Monday. The life is continuing on, even if it's not the life that we're used to. Right. Even if it's not as in person as it was before. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you guys are doing a lot of the kind of same stuff we're trying to do with our community, obviously very different communities and, you know, but it's kind of cool. Right. To say that even though things are changing, that doesn't mean that things have to be right stopped you know it's yeah. not the education world. doesn't stop fitness, right. doesn't, fitness stop. doesn't stop healthcare right. doesn't stop yeah. you know um so we wanted to talk a little bit now about um what you did your video on for us and your videos on which are um integrating movement into learning like, and into how the, into the classroom yeah, so into the this classroom. is this is not like i said that we you know Sports and PE and everything is great, and we're huge advocates right. of that. And that's, but that's not what we're talking about. But right specifically, now. we want to talk about how we're bringing movement into the classroom, and this is starting to become a bigger trend. And there's actually a lot of science behind it. So, Katie, maybe you can tell us a little bit about, you know, run what us you through do, what and- you do with what your students and what you showed in our video today is a resource that we're going to have for you guys available. But 
what do you do with your students in the classroom as far as movement goes? And what what's the science behind that? Absolutely. So first of all, being someone who comes from a dancer background, I truly, truly believe that the arts is an invaluable part of the education system. And it should be something that people fight for to implement on all I accounts. Agree. I agree. Um, it was a huge part of my educational journey and experience and still a huge part of my life. Same. And something that has started to percolate in the education system is this concept of brain breaks or movement breaks because studies have shown for years, but it's just becoming more prominent now with technology that students can't sit for long periods of time and you can't expect an elementary age child, whether they are in pre-K or sixth grade to sit for an hour even, or two hours. Or a 36-year-old named Kyle Vissen either. Yeah. Or and, a 36-year-old. I mean, the brain development's right about the same area, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah, and maintain, like, a very steady level of the information that they are getting through instruction. Um, it's actually been shown that children between the ages of 5 and 8 can't really sit for longer than 15 to 20 minutes without needing a break of some sort. Right. And I could imagine you could try and force them to sit there, but then it's like, what are you actually taking in? Is right. Is even worthwhile? And then yeah. older students in elementary school between um, the ages of 9 and 12, they can they can sit for 30 to 40 minutes. I mean, I've had them do that for math, but then they start to lose focus. And so something that I'm very passionate about is incorporating um, – not just brain breaks and movement breaks, but mindfulness breaks where they get to get in touch with their bodies and with their thoughts. And um, what I like to call boogie breaks, which is a fun way of saying a dance break. It, I love that. Um, I, I want to have boogie breaks. <laughs> I, I try to incorporate both a brain break or a mindfulness breaks and a boogie break at least twice a day. So one cool. brain break, one boogie break. The brain break is more for them just to take a step back for a minute to two minutes from their work and do some inward thinking. The boogie break is the movement aspect that mm-hmm. incorporates um, stretching, cardio, and of course, music. Um, anytime I do a movement break or a boogie break with the kids, I always allow them to choose the song. And of course, I remind them that it needs to be appropriate. I'm sure um, you have to remind them that it needs to be appropriate. Yeah. But of course, when they get to feel like they have a say and it's a song that they love, um, it makes it more exciting for them and willing to get up and move. Cool. But, mm-hmm. You know, so run us through a movement break and we're going to have a resource for you guys. We're listening to this. Um, we'll post it in the next day or two for you guys. So you can actually watch what she's going to like describe here. And then you'll be able to do it with your kids while they're at home. So that runs through first a movement break. So a movement break or a brain break lasts usually between one to two minutes. Um, I try my best to stop instruction about an hour, maybe 45 minutes in, just because I know that's when they start to get squirrely. I have them stand up from their chairs, push their chairs in, firmly plant their feet on the ground. And I just put on a um, mindfulness a playlist. It's on Spotify. Addie and Kyle will have the link to it to provide to you. I just put it on shuffle and I lead them through stretches, whether that's stretching their necks, their shoulders. It's a really quick, just stretching um, mindfulness break for them where I tell them things like, you've been working so hard. Your body's building up a lot of stress from being at your Chromebook. Let's just take a step back, do some deep breaths. And we do some breathing and it's a really quick uh, opportunity for them to just check in with themselves, check in with their bodies, and then get back to work after one or two minutes. Cool. 
I think that's actually a great suggestion for those of you working from home too. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I mean, I think it'll help with the stress relief too. I mean, and we'll, like I said, we'll post this video where she'll show you the stretches. So it's a routine that you can just memorize very quickly. Once you've done it a couple of times, it's not hard to remember. And you can just do it with your kids or if you just need it, even yeah, if you're do it for yourself. in the middle of one of those like, you know, marathon Zoom meetings with everyone and you can just cut your video, cut your sound real quick, just do a movement break, clear your head and get right back in it. So I'm sorry. My, that's so weird. My computer just malfunctioned and that, yeah. oh, weird. I'm back now. <laughs> back now. No, I, I mean, I listen to the mindfulness playlist by myself at home. Like after I've been doing homework for UCSB or doing lesson plans for the kids, I put it on and I make an effort to do a mindfulness brain break or a check-in every night before bed. And those one to two minutes make a huge difference in terms of your mental health and also your physical health. Cool. I think that's, yeah, if I were just reflecting on my early days for a moment, I think that would be a really great, that would have been a really great way to incorporate just a little, like an actual refresh, you know? And Mm -hmm. like I was pretty confident. I liked working. I liked working hard and I felt very comfortable in the arena of like academics, but, and PE was actually my least favorite. And I will freely admit that now, although it's different. Um, I think that idea of just taking a second to reconnect is really, you know, it's, it almost sounds new agey, but I think it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And teaching that to your kids as young as kindergarten is something that they can carry with them for the rest of their, of their lives, especially when they get into junior high and high school, when it becomes more rigorous and they're sitting for longer periods of time. And mm-hmm. I mean, high school teachers don't really give those breaks. You know, they're, they're pushing the kids to work for the hour and a half or 45 minutes or however long the class session is and preparing them for college. So the fact that they can do these check-ins now um, and, and have, it, yeah, have it as a tool for themselves yeah. that they know, you know, this makes me feel better. This can, can give me a little bit of relief when I'm overwhelmed right. and they understand and they do it. And um, even kids as young as four, they are very in tune with their bodies and it's really great Should to do it with Sloan Kyle. Yeah. Oh, well. She'll love it. She loves a dance. So that'll be good. Um, and we got it on video now. So. Yeah. So the boogie break. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Run us through. So that's on my focus. So that's a short two minute thing. And they can do that. Like you said, every half hour, 20 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever's needed. Absolutely. And then the boogie breaks more of kind of like the reward, the fun part and a little bit longer. And that's just to let out a little bit of energy, get some, right. get some fitness, get some, you know, endurance, some dance. So express yeah, that. So the, the brain break or the mindfulness break is a really short break. Um, also you have to keep in mind, kids have recess, they have lunch. So they are given these opportunities in 45 minute increments or hour increments to let their energy out but when you do have them in the classroom on afternoons where they don't have a specialist like dance or ceramics or theater or anything um and you have them with you for two hours those two hours are long two hours and I kind of tell them at the start of the lesson in the afternoon okay we are going to do this and if we do this well then we are going to get up and we're going to move and during a boogie break I have them If they've been working hard, it is kind of like a behavior reward system, um, which does actually work in my favor. So everyone wins because I get a nice organized classroom. They get the reward of getting up and moving. Um, I have them push their chair in. I ask them what song they want to hear or what song they like. Or I just put on a song if I want to kind of cut the time in half and avoid any sort of arguments from happening. I can imagine a lot of opinions coming in at once from a classroom. Yeah. Um, So I just put on a song and then I stand in the front of the classroom and I say, everyone follow me. And I have the kids spread out. 
they find what I call a safe space or a dance space and they spread out their arms and they make sure that they have enough room to move. I put the song on, nobody talks, and I just kind of physically guide them through the movements. I'll guide them vocally every so often just to make sure they know what they're doing, but it's a pretty nonverbal exercise, and they follow right along, and it's usually a three to four, sometimes five-minute warm-up dance routine. It's kind of like a choreographed simple choreographed dancer team super right? simple yeah, super simple yeah. which is why yeah which like, is why i'm saying parents you can absolutely get on on this too because you need boogie breaks just as much as your kids do you've been sitting working from home and you need to get up and move with them and they're super fun super easy to follow we do them and um of course in the classroom it's different because if kids start to you know get a little silly or move around in an unsafe way i have them sit down unfortunately which limits them from partaking in the activity. But honestly, these kids love it. And they take it very seriously because they know this is their chance to get their wiggles out, get moving, listen to music that they like, and just have fun. Like, how often do you get to dance in your classroom? Like, yeah, it's not, not often, often enough. Not often enough. Well, I think that is absolutely wonderful. Um, I think those are some really great strategies for parents at home who are now you know, trying to work on keeping the educational aspect up with their kids when we're all, you know, stuck more or less in this current situation. I think that's a great way to add to it um, and to hopefully help you guys give you some new ideas to um, break up some of this stuff and make it a lot more fun throughout the day. So yeah, thank you so much, Katie. Yeah, we really appreciate it, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And parents, you're doing a great job. Yeah. You're doing <laughs> yes. so good. From a teacher. That's from a teacher. That's not just from us. That's we from are here professional. for you. We are here for you. But please know that you are doing an excellent job and your kids are going to make it no matter what. Yeah, you'll be good. And thank you guys. And we'll get you those resources so you can see exactly what we're talking about and uh, follow along with your kids. And Hopefully, you guys can enjoy. Yeah, you guys share with us um, when you do them with your kids. Tell us on Slack if it worked for you. Yeah, post a video. Yep, post some videos. And and if you're part of our thing, Katie's on our Slack group. She's been participating, so you'll see her on there. If you have questions, you can obviously reach out to her via Slack. And we're bonus points if you can post a picture of you uh, doing any of these breaks with your uh, kids. We'd love to see Or yourself if you don't have any kids. Absolutely. So All thank right. you so much, Katie. And thank we'll uh, you. be in touch. Thank All you. right. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.